Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to the show. 18 minutes past 10 in New South Wales. You're in Queensland. It's 18 minutes past 9, of course. And wherever you're listening around the place, welcome to Behind the Gates. Your chance to join the conversation here as uh, Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, Hurls and I just go through some of the races here. We'll address your questions and thoughts. Just quickly, a question came through there a little earlier. John from Penrith and Mark Hunter's thoughts on Ivy League. Uh, Mark's come back on the text and Mark said, The way it trialled, I thought it may need this run and a bit more ground. That's Ivy League in the last at Packenham. John from Penrith, if you're listening, that'll um, hopefully uh, appease your thoughts there. 0419767272. Let's go straight to our race caller and say good morning. He's back from a little bit of a freshen up. I'm sure he's keen to get stuck in, Darren Flindell. G'day, Darren. Yes, good morning, Richard. I've been at the boarding gate a while. I think I'm flying with Jetstar again. <laughs> Is Tiger Air still going or not? No, I don't think so. Hey, I, I, I don't really want to be talking about um, airlines this week after my three hours and 20 minutes with a certain carrier earlier this week on the phone, but that's, that's okay. I had nothing on. How are you anyway, Darren? Yes, uh, all good, fresh and ready to go. Confident of a, a winning day here at Rose Hill. Very good, very good. Um, Brad Davidson is joining us as always. There's a text here for you, Dave. I don't know whether you're sitting there in the studio. You can, you can see it. It's, um, uh, about um, Davo's pick costing us the multi last week. But Brad, as I say hello to you, it wasn't all your fault. A little bit of a communication mix-up during the week and we dipped out in last week's multi, but no one's blaming you, that's for sure and certain. No one blames anyone as far as the multi goes. How are you, mate? Good morning, Richard. Morning, Daz. Good morning, Hurls. Yes. No, I'll take I'll take full responsibility. It was uh, You're unlucky. You're unlucky. Well, it was just day. one of those things, wasn't it, where um I was actually that keen to, to lock in my selection early. I sent it a few days early, but um Never the person I sent it to was on holiday, so I uh, <laughs> I uh, missed out on Mission Phoenix, which was my main play of the day, and of course it goes and wins, and then the you, you take that race, and then I go, I'll find something else, and that obviously let us down and did zero Alcyone, so um, I'll take the, okay. yep, I let us down last week, but... Um, that's the the text goes, goes on to say, Brad, you did, you did tip the Mudgee Cup winning yesterday, so all's, uh, all's forgiven. Yeah, fell in, didn't it? Can we go? Mm. But uh, got the job done. He, Hills. Lifted, he lifted it, didn't he? Yeah, Who, he did. Who was on it? I Bucko, I think, was it? Oh, good morning, Hills. Yeah, good morning, Richard. I, um, I had the sound down, actually. Doing Bucko, some I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a yeah, strong ride. <laughs> Boy, it looked like it was going to win easily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it got down to the post and it was about a nose in it. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, just, just got um, the job done. We might just uh, get snackers from Canberra <laughs> out of the way here. Hey, Rich, just wanted to let you guys know that the Behind the Gates multi is the hero to the lazy and hungover. The Behind the Gates multi listening is best done with a greasy hamburger and with a lot, uh, and the local. With a lot from the local. Geez, I'd like to have Give. a beer with snackers. Sounds like, sounds like a lad. Does. I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know if I want to have a beer with snackers. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jury's out for me, but we do appreciate snackers uh, listening, that's for sure. Um, Rightio. But the idea here is to get a little discussion going and try and find a few winners for today. There's Shell from Canberra. Shell says, hey, punters, um, buy a Christmas present or put money on Cascadian. 
Anyone done the form for Perth closely? That, it looks at, but the betting says it's a two-horse race, that northerly. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not so sure. Anyone, oh. anyone have a thought in the northerly for a start? Um, I think he'd be the horse to beat, but it looks like a bit of a tricky start and, and no speed in the race, so I'd probably buy the Christmas present. But, um, uh, yeah, it's uh, look, he's the best horse, I think. She's obviously pretty untapped, Amelia's Jewel, but um, he might get home over the top of them. But a bit of a, a tricky map for him today. That's the only little niggle. Someone text there, Richie, I need one that will um, bolt in today, please. <laughs> what I Very used good. last week. Don't know who text then put a name to it. Be nice if they did, but never mind. Um, the use highway. The word bolt, but yes. Yeah, bolt. Race away, whatever. Won't be using the word last week, though. Um, Hurls, the highway today <laughs> is um, a brute of a race, as always. I might grab a market from you because. We have a question surrounding today's Tab Highway. It'll be race two at Rose Hill Gardens. Okay, and Sung Blue is the joint favourite with the Dramatist. Five fifty to five dollars today. No change from that five dollar quote. The Dramatist. Danza Deal. Wow, this has been a move this morning. Eighteen dollars all the way into seven fifty. I'll have a look at the hold in a moment. Uh, Radiohead, give it strength. Seven fifty to eight fifty. We've got Murum. Uh, Murabinda Mick, it's 11 to 12. We'll be specking also for Al Marrero, it's 17 to 13. But uh, gee, that looks like it's been a big move here for Danzadel. Let me just have a look at uh, what we're holding, and I can tell you that Danzadel, it, um, well, it's obviously off the back of a little bit of money and also market opinion, but in terms of dollars held today, it's the dramatist in front of Sung Blue and then Radiohead. G'day boys, can Lumber Dream win the highway? Big connections coming from Wagga, cheers from Hogger, cheers Hogger. Uh, so Lumber Dream in the highway, Darren, I might let you fire away with your, your highway thoughts and where a $19 chance like Lumber Dream might fit in. Oh, I could definitely win, uh, I like the way it, it uh, counted for Radiohead uh, last time at Goulburn, Radiohead looked the winner, Lumber Dream was too good for it. Then uh, Radiohead came out at Newcastle and ran a blinder coming from well back. But do you really want to back a horse uh, drawn the outside barrier with a, a moderate amount of speed? Where is he going to end up? Um, I, I didn't put him in the top four because of the draw, but I certainly don't want to say he can't win if Regan Bayless can uh, pull off the right ride. Morning, Brad, what do you say? Yeah, I'd say uh, good luck, Hogger. Um, we've had a chat about this horse this morning already. And, uh, yeah, Lumber Dream, look, uh, good win last time out. Uh, beat Radiohead. That that form ties in nicely here. That horse had no luck at all last time out. So, yep, somewhere in the in the picture for me. Just needs a bit of luck from that uh, horrible draw. But, look, I landed on uh, Sung Blue. Blinkers third up here today on the wrong part of the track at Rosie last time out. I thought fought on pretty well in a race that... That sort of separates that highway form a bit. So going with it, over Radiohead, he'll be hitting the line hard late. Uh, missed the early price with him. But, uh, yeah, normally like to get involved in the highways, but I'll be probably just uh, having a look at this one. Rightio. Let's uh, take a look. Question there around race three at Rosehill Gardens today. Shane from the Shire. Good morning, gentlemen and hurls. Uh, what's that all about? That's a bit that rude. may or may not be Shane from the Shire, who finds it very amusing at around about 10 o'clock after a 10-hour barbecue, uh, whilst <laughs> I am waiting for a cab, or the cab's arrived, and decides to hide my shoes. 51 <laughs> years of age and finds that amusing. 
Well, he's um, he hasn't put you in the gentleman bracket, that's for sure. But we might uh, we might get a market for race three because he'd he'd like the panel's thoughts on Tashi. We can give you Peter Snowden's thoughts on Tashi's. He's thinking she's right in the finish here today, but um, a market for race three, please, Hills. Yeah, and dollar uh, eighty now. Gaza or Gaza Blanca uh, opened up this morning at one eighty. It peaked at a dollar ninety. Now deductions there. We've got uh, eight by nine operative and Sunshine in Paris nine by nine. Uh, it went up as much as three thirty. Gaza Blanca, uh, Sorgente six to six fifty back to six. Tashi, the one that's been uh, inquired about seven fifty to eight fifty today and eleven. To ten, mm-hmm. Great Barrier Reef. What do you do there with Great Barrier Reef? Pretty unlucky last start, Brad. He was unlucky. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, the thousand meters. Look, when he got out late, he didn't exactly flash. I've yeah, always pegged him as a little bit of an overrated horse, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think twelve hundred sets up okay today. I think he's the danger. But look, I think it's all about the two here, Gaza Blanca. How they went up three thirty has got me absolutely uh, confused. That's for sure. But um, they generally disrespect the. Interstate visitors, when they come to Sydney, we always think our horses are better. Well, this horse won a stronger race at Cranbourne by three lengths last time out. It broke the track record set by El Segundo back in 2005, a subsequent Group 1 winner, if you don't mind. So if he runs anywhere near that, he gives these an absolute toweling. Um, But he's got to do it Sydney way of going. Can he reproduce his form prior to that? Wasn't in the same stratosphere, but it was his first run on dry ground. The stable have a good opinion of him. I think he wins. I was really keen to take on operative. I'm filthy to get eight cents deduction there because I marked it 20 to 1 and I reckon it would have started 15s. Um, and Sorgente, I, again, I just think there was a bit of style about the win the other day, but it beat Skylight Song, who's been beaten in two maidens since. I know Tragara's come out and won, but I think if it was trained by anyone else, I think it starts $12, $15 here as well. So, ah, oh, gee, he's just extremely likeable here. I think Tashi runs well, was on the wrong part of the track the other day, would have beaten Operative Home if it was in the race for mine. But, yeah, he's just uh, marked him a dollar sixty, and I think he's a good thing. Yeah, Tashi. Good luck, good luck uh, to Gaza. those that are on it at, um, at Black Figures about Gaza Blanca. Yeah, just looks way too good for these. I think Tashi's the only danger. Um, it's a little bit surprised Tashi's eased in the market out to eight fifty. I think the Quinella looks nailed on there. Just bearing in mind, too, when Tashi resumed at Rose Hill, she only had one quiet trial over 740 metres. So I think she'll be the big improver today. Um, yeah, two from seven. Uh, simple as that. OK, very good. Let's uh, a few more questions coming through now from, uh, from various listeners. Um, if you have a question or thought for the guys you wanted to discuss... Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two hurls. Can we bounce to race number nine and uh, your market there and where I and me sits in the scheme of things now? It'll be in the red, but just how in the red? Yeah, it's a dollar seventy. Munitions comes out three by two. The small deduction there. Uh, this morning I and me went up at one sixty five, so just down five cents to a dollar seventy. Key Largo seven dollars to eight dollars. Lord Olympus thirteen into ten. The Bopper, $10 and no change. Super Pursuit, 12 to 13, back to 12. Look, the favourites odds on at I am me, but investment-wise, I can find probably half a dozen horses throughout the card, or probably not quite half a dozen, but uh, uh, three or four that hold more money than the $1.70 favourite. Question here from The Critic, and I tend to agree with The Critic a little bit here. 
You'd think I am me was the second coming or something after winning a benchmark 78 race. Surely the tab will take her on today. I reckon Lord Olympus will give it a run for its money from the critic. Darren. Well, I think Lord Olympus uh, trialled well enough at Hawkesbury, led up in that trial and won pretty much under a stranglehold uh, going to the post. Now he hasn't been on speed for a while, but the one thing now, now that Munitions is out, there's very little speed in this race. I guess I and me, the favourite, will be up there, and Lord Olympus uh, will as well. So if you, um, if you want to oppose I and me, Lord Olympus is a, a good one to look at. And I thought the New Zealander is worth a lot of um, interest here. Super Pursuit liked his trial at Gosford, and when you go back through his New Zealand form, he did beat Rock and Horse there uh, back in March of 2021. So I do respect a Super Pursuit, but I, I, I'm not tipping against IME, but it's it's very very short. So if you were looking for options to to beat the short price favourite, yeah, I'd be looking at Lord Olympus and Super Pursuit at good odds. Brad, yeah, look, I, I think today's a. A good example for me to, to talk about the word value, and I hear it so many times, and I shake my head all the time. But you hear so many people say, "Oh, I want to tip this horse, but I'll go with this horse because it's better value." People think that a bigger price means value. Okay, it doesn't. A horse can be ten dollars, right? And you think it's value? That horse could well actually be a twenty to one pot. It could be horrible value. The best value in the market is actually at the top end of the market. If you can take a dollar ninety-five about a horse that starts a dollar seventy, the edge in that bet is so much bigger than taking, say, twelve dollars about a horse that starts nine dollars. It's it's the, the edge over that bet that is so much bigger. It's not funny, and and that's where people the the word value is a lot of misconception. And I think today's a great example is they went up. Th- $3 Gaza Blanca, anyone on it, $2 plus, getting tremendous value. And the same with this IME, they went up $2, small three-cent deduction. Anyone on close to $2, uh, about $1.70 a pop that I think really should be $1.60, $1.55. Again, regardless of the result, people. this is what people don't understand. People go, oh, start at $1.65, they get rolled. You do realise that $1.70, $1.65 pops still get rolled Three, four out of ten. You know, they still get rolled three times out of ten, or whatever, whatever the 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 calculations are. There, they can still that still happens. But seven out of ten times, they're going to win that race, and you're getting that value if you're taking those early odds over that. And that's what people got to get their heads around when the word comes to value. And I think today's a great example of that with these two moves with these shorties. But look, she's just. I mean, her figure first up. She ran time. She carried fifty eight and a half. She was held up to the three hundred, and she put a gap in them. She drops to 54. The stable have said she had one you know, little soft hit out before the, the first up run. She's improved. If she runs up to the first up run, it's it's, it's dead set four length job. Um, if she doesn't run up to the, the first up run, she can still come back two lengths here. I just hope they ride her like the good thing she is. Go to the front. No anchor drops. Let her roll. Use the 54 kilos and, and just drive him into the ground because she's just the one on the up here that's going places. The only danger I can find is number four, Lord Olympus. Um, I could even chop out Say because i you know fortunate enough to get some of those early odds about I and me. Um, I think he's the only danger. I think Key Largo is a 15 to 1 pop. I cannot have him at $7 anywhere near that price. You, you potted him last start. 
Did I? Yeah, Probably. Yeah, yeah after a well. one at uh, one at Ramwick on uh, Melbourne Cup Day. Yeah. And then he, he, like, he needs the to go. He needs to. They need them. He needs them to really go along at a really hectic tempo. He's the like worst that. weighted horse in Australia today. Yeah. Okay. Because he, he went up 11 rating points after running second in the Warra. Yeah. Right? You look, how I, is I don't he, think, I don't ha- think Bryce is worried about that. I think he's more worried about the tempo. Well, I'm always worried about that because you're, you know, you, they're all they're all relevant. <laughs> like, you look at this, right? He's an $8 chance. How is he $8 and Invincible Kiss is $19? Invincible Kiss meets him nine and a half kilos better at the weights for a half-length margin. Mm. Nine and a half kilos. That is. That just goes to show yep. how bad he is off at the weights today. Mm. And I just. I think he's. He starts double figures. There's no doubt about that. I'm not saying he can't win the race. Even if they start fifteen to one, they still win one in fifteen. Right. That's what people think. But you got to pot horses at prices. And for me, this is a good race to bet into. It's. It's all about I and me and the little. The little chop out save Lord Olympus if you like. But um, keen to take on Key Largo, and I think she'll just win. I can't cop when people say odds on look on because there can oh, be a there can be a odds on horse that is actually valued. It is the yeah, worst just, thing it's the yeah. worst piece of advice you could ever take in your Couldn't life. And it's the old school theory. Don't run upstairs and don't take oh, odds on it's, yeah, it's absolute me. nonsense. Imagine getting a dollar ninety about winks, it'd be the best bet of the exactly. century. Um, it, odds on, a lot of the times are the, the best, the best bets to take. Mm-hmm. And, and this all know, depends on the individual punter, though. Um, you, know, you know, if you've got a bank of 150 and everyone's telling you, "Oh, I am me's a moral, just get on it," and you say so you put 100 of your 150 on it, and it gets beat, you feel awful. Um, yeah, I agree with like, that. The, the day's sort of ruined now. As opposed to when you're looking for a, a value option in the race and you might just have your $5 on just in case the favourite gets rolled. Because it's a horrible feeling when these odds-on favourites that everyone tells you is immoral, they get beat. And so many of them get beat. It's, um, I don't know, it's, it's more of a ment Like, Brad's talking from a mathematical point of view, but what about the mental point of view? When you do your cash on the supposed good thing, it, it just hurts. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon that's a, that is a good point as well, and it's, it's a valid point. Um, uh, the flip side again. I, I guess we could have this conversation all morning, but I guess the flip side to that is if you do only have a small bank and then you go wooshka and uh, and whack it all on and it absolutely wins in a leg in the air, you think you, you know you're patting yourself on the back and say, "Well, that was a moral and it has." One other thing I will say, and I believe that punters have never had it better in all regards, in terms of form, in terms of video replays, but also the offers that. Uh, that you know, tab offer, you know, bonus bets and etc. But the other thing is multis. So you might say, Darren, using your point, sort of saying, you know, well, dollar sixty, it's a bit short, sort of thing. Uh, you're unlikely to only have the one bet all afternoon. Mm. So you put it in a multi, so you do get value. So I take everyone's perspective on board. It's yeah. an interesting chat. Actually. Yeah, I think I think the key is is. You don't put it all on, right? You never do that. But what you do is you, you stake accordingly. So mm. you stake a bit more on your shorter price one and a bit less on your thing. So you can still have those wider bets. But it's this philosophy that if you want to become, well, like punting is all about people. Again, it's that, it's that feeling that $10 chances value where so many of those $10 chances you're backing are horrible value because they should really be 15, 20 to 1. And, and it's a great example of there's so many horses in our game that start 30 to 1 or start 100 to 1 that should be 100 to 1 and 400 to 1 respectively. So there's, but, there's, this, there's this notion that the bigger price you get, the bigger value you get, which is totally false and it's actually the complete opposite most of the time. 
Let's get on to some other races, gents. Uh, text there, it's only value if it wins, boys. I'd That's, agree with that now. No, that is totally incorrect. Because, because you're, you're taking the race in one isolation, right? If a horse is $2, all it's saying is that horse will win 5 out of 10. It doesn't mean that because that horse loses one, you know, today that they're not going to win 5 out of 10 overall. You can't take a race in isolation. You've got to look at it from a long-term point of view. That's what punting's about. It's about the long-term point of view. You've got to back a better price. If you can get a better price consistently than a horse starts – you're going to go a long way to making a profit on the punt. Value to you, Brad, is different to Darren and myself and Hurls. And I tend to agree. I, I don't disagree with you, Brad, but it's, I'm, I'm a, I, see, I see Darren's point of view as well. Let, let's move on now. Just a text there from Jared from Bolwara. Thank you, Jared, for this text. Um, read The Lizard which is a race there sponsored at Newcastle today. We sponsor a race every year at Newcastle for the Westpac helicopter. This year, we've dedicated the race after a close friend who is going through a serious health battle. Her name is Liz, but we call her the Lizard, hence why the race is called the Lizard. Um, so good on you, Jared, and uh, we wish uh, Liz, the Lizard, well, and um, Westpac, the helicopters, do an absolutely amazing uh, job around the place. Let's go to race number Six, if I can, Hurls. I'll give a, a mark. There's a couple of questions around races six and eight. That's where we're going next. And the Behind the Gates multi, we will um, we'll unveil that. I wonder who Brad's with in around about five minutes' time from now. But let's get a mark at Hurls, please, for race six. Uh, zoom on the favourite, 3.30 to 3.70. Smirk, 7.50, no change. Shibley, 8 to 6.50. Greek Hero comes out, goes around to Brisbane. Tampering, 17 to 18. King of Clubs is a $10 chance in from 13. Away from that, Ocean Mist, 7.50 to 9.50. A little bit of an inward move for Olympic Theatre. It's $12 into 9.50. One more Sapphire went up $41. It's 17 to 18 today. Greek Hero, 6 by 7. Mr. G, 3 by 3 This looks a dead-set head-scratcher, this race. Uh, looking at the hold on the race investment-wise today, and I can tell you, uh, Zoom On is the most popular. Uh, Mr. Zibley, uh, Shibley, rather, $8 into six fifty. It's the second most popular look. And King of Clubs, we've written ben- bets for it, and also Made by Khan, uh, which was a fraction disappointing after trialling really well. Uh, Gosford, a few boys from the uh, King Cumber... Uh, tavern own that so good luck to them Uh, Phil from Mudgee um, is with race 6 number 6 king king of clubs Uh, uh, Darren are you with him who you like in race 6 no I'm not with king of clubs I looked at his trial there at Gosford closely he was really being scrubbed up coming around the turn I thought he was coming into the trial quite nicely and at the end I thought he was he was running on empty I think he'll need the run uh, king of clubs a lot of speed in this race Stack of speed, uh, a little bit like the race at Kembla uh, a fortnight ago, and somehow, by shame on us, uh, was able to stave them all off. I'm going with Shibley here, number four. The horse that's twice a winner at Rose Hill, twice a winner on good ground, drawn low, and I think can just count midfield on the fence and, uh, and finish best off the back of a very good speed. So at the each-way odds, I've gone with Shibley there, race six, number four. Very good. What do you say, Brad? Race um, six. Yeah, look, King of Clubs, the stable are flying. There's no doubt about that. We saw that again uh, yesterday with a big winner. First up off a long break, Gundy Bridge, who looks a really promising horse. Um, yeah, he's a chance. I, w- I went with Zoom on. I do concede there's a bit of speed here, though. But, geez, win at the Valley last time out was strong. But 
uh, I thought a race with six chances and not much between quite a few of them. Mike Grubber, Mark and Hurls will we'll, we'll unveil the multi uh, shortly, but let's go to race eight if we can. Hurls, the market for the Furphy Handicap, benchmark 88, 1,400 metres. Yeah, deep race. Deductions here, only one, and that's for Mar and Par, four by four. At the top of the market is Cavalier Charles, and it has been well back today. It's 4.20 this morning, 3.80, 3.40, now 3.20. Sir Lemur, 4.60 out to 5.50. Titanium Power, 8.50, no change. 8.50 to 9, back to 8.50 for Catelli. Brutality, 9 to 10. And we've got Super Strike, 9.50 to 11. Uh, Shakira just trims in from $15 into $12. Investment-wise today, clearly Cavaliers, Charles. This is, uh, yeah, 420 into $320, market opinion and cash. Another texter here, um, I think Phil from Mudgy and someone else wants to make a case for Mr. Dependable in this race, first up at Big Odds. Brad, where are you sitting with this race? Yeah, look, he trialled well, um, didn't he? There's no doubt about that, but... I'm always negative on horses that are, that are first up off a decent break. I just think a lot of the time you think of yourself if you're uh, training for something and you haven't had a race for a long time, then you're, you're probably going to need the, the hit out um, because, you know, that, that match practice, as we see in, in a lot of first rounds of uh, NRL and things like that. You know, I know he's only 25 weeks, but he's only had the, the two runs since uh, June last year. So, for me, that's a little niggle. I'm, I'm with him, Cavalier Charles. Uh, he's one of the better bets of the day. Uh, they went up a good price and had Sir Lemur there as favourite early, which I was shocked with. But, uh, yeah, look, his, his run was great behind Fender the other day. He was wide. He just sets up perfectly here, fourth up. Good draw, 55 on his back. And dry track, 1,400, ticks a lot of boxes. I think he's very hard to beat. And uh, no surprise to see him uh, a convincing favourite. And well back today. Um, I didn't like uh, Mr Dependable's trial, I have to say. That was the same trial King of Clubs went around in uh, behind Ashman. And I didn't like the way Mr Dependable just hung in the entire straight and he was under a hold. He wasn't being asked to do anything and all he wanted to do was hang in. So, And considering his two runs in his previous preparation were poor, I was uh, quite happy to pass there. Uh, Cavalier Charles, big chance, but I'm going with uh, Richard Collett's horse. He's super strike. He was given a couple of real sneaky trials before his first um, start, which was at Newcastle on Hunter Day. From Barrier 12, he was snagged all the way back to last. What, what was finding the line all right, considering just how far back he was there on the home turn? I thought, now that he's got a gate here second up Barrier 2, uh, he's a very interesting runner, and all his best form has been over this trip of 1,400 metres. So, once again, I'm going for a bit of value here with Super Strike, race 8, number 4. Darren, I thought both Richard's horses could run... Yes, well yes, I've got, uh, yeah, I also like, um, yeah, as I mentioned before, Super Pursued in race nine. I thought it might be a sneaky little chance. If I and me has an off day, Super Pursued could be the one. Rodeo Hurls, we're due, the behind the gates multi, and a little luckless last week. We did have a nice run there for a while, but we need to be- get back in the groove. Mm. I think we're opening up now or shortly with the tab. Give us the horses. Give us the price. How much we, can we get on for? Give us the behind-the-gates multi, please. Here we are, Jews. No two ways about that. All right, we've got race one at number four, Kazalark. Race Give eight. him strength. Ace. Give him strength. Race eight, number 12, Cavalier Charles. Give it strength. Race nine, number 10, I Am Me. And race 10, number 14, Newlywed. Pretty short today. The top three multi there, but we've only got uh, seven runners in your selection there. Um, Richard, that? that's okay. Uh 
$3.50, maximum bet of $50. So just repeating, race one, number four, Kazalark. Race eight, number 12, Cavalier Charles. Race nine, number 10, I Am Me. Race 10, number 14, Newlywed. $3.50, maximum bet of $50. Head to today's offers, and you will see it there under sports and today's offers. And you'll have to be quick, as always. And on the tab app, you just go to right up the top there. You'll see a scroll, racing offers, which it is there. Feeling, I'm feeling comfy enough with those horses, Bang. Brad. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Kazza-like fan. I wonder whether Chris is thinking that um, that Grand Prix with him because he has uh, the other horse up in Brisbane today as well. Um, good chat. Are you talking to me? <laughs> that to You're me? talking to me? Was that to me? It you is to you, me. That was to me. Uh, look, I don't want to talk about him too much because I'm, yeah, I. I wasn't a fan. What do you mean? I, I just I, I just thought he comes out of a, Has a he slow. Okay, I'm not a Kazalite <laughs> fan. No, I think I'm marking twelve dollars, so I can't. Did I you can't give you too much? Yeah, da, yeah. That's yes. good. That's good value for mine. Oh, yes. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was uh, with Rosovo there, but um, I thought it was. Is a, he in your top four? Uh, I think I'm. A, I think I had him fifth pick. Oh. But, but I, I could easily get that wrong because he's um, he's progressing the right way for sure. That's for sure. And eighteen hundred is going to suit. So I yeah I went I went off it too much about him. But um, look, he's I, I got him wrong last time out, so I could easily get him wrong again. Who are you tipping in the first, Aaron? I'm tipping Secret Glamour uh, off the off the Victorian form. I thought that was a pretty uh, cosy win, despite the the wide trip she that she had there. So. Yeah, secret glamour over Rossovale. Um, now I've got to get this right. Fongahue, Fongahue, number five, and then Kazalak. You've still got, so you've still got an hour and a half to get it right down. Yeah, so I, I consulted with Mitch this morning because I noticed he called it Fongahue and had raced at Canterbury last time, and I just quizzed Mitch whether he was under instructions, and he said yes, he had been contacted about that. So, yeah. yes, these uh, these new Kiwi horses with the uh, WHs, we have to be careful with some of them. A bit like Fakatane the other day we were talking about oh. that uh, horse, weren't we? I think I'd rather anyway. do with Tim Mashani's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got a you've got a pretty comfortable. But look, before we let Darren go, there's one um, there's one more question. We might get a market hurls for race four. This is the return of Frumos today. So Hurls race for a market comment from Darren. We'll let him go and we'll we'll move on. All right, it's a two dollar fifty chance. Opened up at two forty this morning. We've got a full field engaged here. Uh, two forty or two fifty. A Felicifile is a six dollar chance. Nine dollars to eight fifty. Bella Rogue ten bells. Nine to nine fifty. Nine to ten. Zoo to Moon eleven to twelve. Back to eleven. Mirror View. Uh, Brad and I were talking just before we came on air, and we're waiting to hear from the boys at the tab to see exactly what they do, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do take Frumos on here. It's $2.50. Yeah, I think it's one you could potentially take on. I think she's got this big boom on her, and um, is it justified? Potentially. We'll find out a bit more today. I mean, the, the form round Hope in Your Heart reads a lot better than it did if you took the shorts that day, but, um, uh, you know, he's gone on to run fourth in a Golden Eagle. So, clearly a talented horse. Um, maybe a little bit overplayed, but some nice trials. Barrier one's the concern, but I think they're going to try ride her a little bit closer. So if she gets luck, she probably wins. But look, she hasn't seen a, a dry track, and 
you know, I'm a big ratings man and I can't get her that short as a market. I'm more $3 because there's just no dominance in any run she's had that's that sort of has a clear top here. You're sort of you're banking on potential and I don't give a lot to potential. I'm, I'm more a sort of, you know, what they've done to date sort of thing. So the horse to beat on top still, but um, just a little bit short for me. I think eight, our Medina is the one that can run well. Um, comes through a race at Majura that it won first up last. Pep has produced eight winners. Form around Honey Creeper reads well. And the first up run didn't have a lot of luck or beat on the right part of the track. So, yep, uh, she's the one to beat. But for me, I'm just thinking, I'm no surprise they're drifting out the price a little. Mm. Hells, what Darren. price is Frumos right now? Yeah, 250 Darren. Uh, look, dollar now that's wa- value. That yeah. is value. <laughs> <laughs> she should be two song. She's just better than thing. these. Uh, Different yeah, class. I, yeah, well, well, um, we all have opinions in this game, don't we? Uh, I, I just, as I said, prospects. Yeah, I will just be very interested to see if they do take it on. I just thought by this stage and looking at the cash held that it would have trimmed in. The fact it's look, it's only two forty to two fifty, so it's not an alarming drift. But as I said, if I'm well I am looking at the hold on the race and it holds pretty much the most amount of money on 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 the card from any other runner runner and you're still getting uh, two dollars and fifty cents. I'll spit down in a moment. Uh, Darren Darren's gotta go. Darren, can you give us your best bet? Um, anything yes. else you like and any quaddy numbers you may have written down handy. Um, no, I didn't actually write the quaddy down, but my best is going That's to be in the last newly wed. I think it's a two-horse race, Estadio Mastala and newly wed, and considering the latter is going out at five, around the $5 mark, I'm happy to go that way, what I consider to be a two-horse race. And my value on the card is Shipley. I think it'll run a lot better today. Good on you, Darren. Welcome back from a little break, and good calling out there today. Rightio, I'll hit the road. Good man, Darren Flindell, behind the gates, and... Let's hope we're alive in the behind the gates multi when we get um, uh, to later in the day. Just a text there. I think we covered this off, Dave. Uh, Dave, I just, um, hey boys, as Dave, I had a look at the northerly stakes just again, just for those who might have missed you. Yeah, look, there, I, I haven't had a good chance to dissect it, but um, I would say Cascadian's the horse to beat, but the lack of speed and the, the tricky start would be the, the concern there. Patrick from the Central Coast says, Hi, Richie, can something be done about that annoying semaphore board that appears on screen just as a photo finish is being replayed in slow motion? Drives me nuts. Surely it can be delayed a few seconds. That must mean, I suppose that must mean the coverage when the yeah. so when the, when the graphic goes up. Yeah, I know what they're talking about there, and I'll, I will pass that on. Um, it, okay. yeah, it, it does. It is frustrating Your people for will punters. speak to their people, Brad? <laughs> yes, I will pass that on because I know it is a frustration for punters when you, you're sort of looking at that photo and then that, that graphic yeah. goes up for the next race a little bit too soon, but um, I'll pass that on. Okay. I thought what you said before is um, discussion-worthy, Brad. Not that we have a, a massive amount of time, and it's you know, horses at a different stage of their career. It is. You made the comment there that you you're sort of a a figures man on on what they've done versus potential. Yeah. I suppose you talk about horse racing and horses you like. What percentage is potential when you're looking at horses? Because I suppose some horses are pretty well exposed. They are what they are. But I suppose the potential percentage gets bigger. When they might they might be like a less exposed two year old or three year old. Can you see what I'm getting yeah, at all? Yeah, it's a hard one to assess, and there's no right thing. I don't give a lot. I give a length, maybe to a potential. Um, that's what I do. Like a horse like Frumos, I'll give her a length on what she did last preparation. Um, but it's hard to give them 
uh, more than a length because they're first up as well. So they're not going to be peaking fresh. I'll, I'll kind of give her a, a length off her best performance last time in, and, and, and that's where I'll get around the, the $3 mark. Um, but, look, I, I can see you could easily get her shorter, but I do think sometimes these types of horses – Everyone looks at the trials. Everyone looks at the the finishing speed, and they they do get a little bit carried away. Um, and the fact that it's two forty to two fifty after nine a.m. says that that um, it might start a little bit longer because nine a.m. is a great guy. We obviously don't have minimum bet laws any earlier in New South Wales, um, so nine a.m.'s the the time where if you see a horse move at nine a.m., that's where the smarties because that's where they're kind of chiming in and playing. So if they're if they're happy just to just to push it out a little bit, that's suggesting there's not a huge amount of support after nine a.m. And uh, but every horse has their price, so we'll, we'll see where she gets to. But I think the key with her today is it's it's a pretty hollow race outside of her. They they've all, as you said, kind of found their mark where she's the one that could go to a new level. So um, clearly the one to beat, but. Um, yeah, I'm no surprise. It's just pushing back a little. And knowing the stable, like there's a lot of stables with Frumos, she'll be ready for today. She'll be ready for today, but there's more to come. Like just, she, she's fit, sure, but just you know, you know, Chris, I'm sure is always mindful of the prep ahead. Yeah, Chris Waller's got a great uh, ability to have horses ready fresh to actually have a pretty good record first up, but then they just get better and better throughout the campaign. And the longevity of the preparation is something that he's very, very good at. You can you can have a horse 12th, 13th up, and you could still be racing at, at, at basically career-best form. So, And another thing with Chris Waller, if you see one of his horses four to six weeks between runs, just do not worry about it one bit at all. Whatever he does at home, just to keep him ticking over, they are fit. Some some trainers, four weeks between runs, they've got a horrible record. Other trainers, it's no issue whatsoever. The Ma Eustaces, the Wallers, those types of trainers, you just do not worry about it at all because they've just been waiting for the right race and they keep them fit at home. Mark says, Richard, I place a fair bit of importance on the parade and watching the preliminary. I agree. Another texter there, um, going back to our um, you know uh, odds on short price favourites and uh, you know that that discussion from earlier. What about all the odds on short price favourites that got rolled at Ramwick yesterday? And so that it happens, doesn't it? So um, yeah, that's, that's the beautiful thing about racing. I have the beho- I have the beholder. In, yeah, um, and in that's so and that's variance as well. Um, we can talk about variance another time. But you can see, like, I hope it doesn't come across as you know. I can be quite dismissive at times of other things, but I'm only that because I'm extremely passionate about it and I'm extremely passionate about taking sort of punters on a journey and trying to say, hey, look, look at these avenues where you can try to, you know, don't dismiss these betting opportunities because actually they are sometimes the very best and, and you know, and, and just 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 trying to open up different bits and pieces. I, I definitely don't know everything and, and I'm, I'm always learning from others as well, but um, I'm very passionate about that sort of stuff. What's your best for Packenham today, Brad? Uh, I made it uh, later on in the day. Um, looks like Elvis, who's first up, uh, one first up last prep after being four Won that race last away. year too. Yeah, won yeah, the race yeah. last year. His trials have been good. So I thought he was the best, but again, 320s, no absolute spoil. But when it comes to Rosie, uh, look, I think the two best on the card are Gaza Blanca and I and me, and I think the... The next best is Cavalier Charles. So they were the three that I was focusing around today. And um, I'll be looking late and, and potentially just uh, playing a few here and there. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping it's a day for the shortage today. Had a text there if you'd had a look at um, at Newcastle at all, Brad. Um, 
Does Dave have anything for the punters at Newcastle from a fellow battler? I don't. I don't have anything for Newcastle today. Missed Gary Harley's preview earlier. Yeah, sorry. Apologies. I've I've looked at about a thousand different meetings in the last week, but Newcastle was one I didn't get. Oh, hang on. There might have been one race there that I I was looking at, but um, I'm just trying to bring it up now. But you keep chatting, and if I do find it, I'll (laughs) tune in the next couple of minutes and let you know. We'll let you go, Brad. Thank you. So um, let's uh, see how our behind the gates multi. We wish. Uh, I haven't looked at the punters panel multi, whether they have any scratchings or not. But we wish the punters panel players all the best of, well, uh, of luck as well. Brad, the big stage yourself, Andrew Martin, and the crew uh, have a good day there on Sky Racing One. You'll be kept nice and busy, no doubt. Yeah, look forward to it. Can't wait, and uh, it should be a good day of racing. And good luck to the punters. Hope you find a couple of winners today. Thank you, Davo. Brad Davidson. Big thanks to Darren Flindell as well. Hurl. I dare say with the tab, plenty of deals and bits and pieces around with the tab today and all those jockey challenges up and running as we speak. Yeah, most certainly is. And you can still get on the Behind the Gates multi. So uh, sports, today's offers. Wooshka, it's there. Racing offers on the uh, tab app. So if you want to get involved, you still can. All right, in terms of offers today with tab, we have got all races at Pakenham and also Rose Hill today. If your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. As I said, that is all races there this afternoon at Pakenham and also at Rose Hill. As far as jockeys are concerned today, jockeys are challengers and I can tell you that the favoured way, uh, is he still Jason Collett? Just refresh my screen and it is $2 for Jason Collett. Tommy Berry at two sixty. Karen McAvoy at 9 Tyler Schiller at 11 Then go to Tim Clark at 19 26 Sam Clippard and Reese Jones at 34 and any other jockey option at 34 So um, I think that covers it off. Good luck to all those punters today right through whatever you're backing but particularly let's hope we can get that uh, multi home uh, Rich. Good on you Hills. We'll speak during the week. Thanks, mate. Have a good day.